because most of them were older than me, sometimes twice my age. Uh, most of them were males <laughs> and I was, uh, of course, a woman. So it was a bit hard when I had to put on the manager hat and give something that sounded more like an order. You know, like being more into uh, authority, like, okay, it's all fun and games. I like you guys. You're great. We're having fun. But now it's that serious. This is the rule. And it was a bit hard because, of course, feeling so young, so an experience in the management area, it was a bit hard for me to not feel like like the imposter syndrome, you know, mm -hmm. because I'm good at my job, I'm competent in my job, but this side of the job was completely new still. Yep. So it was like, yeah, I know they didn't like it in the first place somewhere. I had one who was really resisting. Yep. Whenever I had an order like uh, thing to communicate, I was trying to, you know, uh, be very clear about it, but take her separately, uh, privately, not in front of the others to really do things the best I could to not create uncomfortable situations. But even so, it was very, very hard to, to not blame me for this. So yeah. this person, for example, in my team, she always resented me because I told her, no, the rule says this, you have to do that. It's not my rule. Uh, this one was actually from the gym itself. So the company we were treating with, or even it was a rule of mine. And I would tell her nicely once, twice. And you know, third time it's like, okay, next time you're out because I can trust you. Like whenever I'm not here, you don't apply my rules. Yeah. And it was a bit hard. And she, yeah, she was a woman way older than me older it sounds uh, rude when i say that but <laughs> and um it was hard for her she told me once because i was younger and so in her head it was counternatural to take an order from someone younger but i'm like that's how it works yeah. in life it happens <laughs> and, and that's the that's the learning curve for everybody right when you are when you are in a team uh it's more about collaboration it's more about whether you respect your teammates and it applies the same for whomever is the leader uh, this is one of those uh, points where I, I kind of tend to compare management versus leadership because um, yeah people praise both uh, a lot of people do MBAs because they want to be managers uh, but without leadership or you know without the one uh, the other is incomplete in a way Leaders will still figure a way out to uh, achieve great goals, uh, make people work together, uh, create a wonderful environment where everybody appreciates each other. Uh, but managers, if they don't have the insight of leadership, they don't they don't necessarily figure this out easily. Uh, at least not without a few road bumps, right? Um, yeah. So so one for like I've also had people that have reported to me that were older than I am uh, or I was at the time and uh, obviously yeah it's it's very natural for people to suddenly be surprised and you know be contradicting um, or just just be not happy about oh how come like you know I, I'm older and <laughs> blah blah yeah, yeah. and uh, somebody young coming in and taking the charge um, it is probably because that somebody young has worked a lot harder or maybe because they have the smarts to navigate the situation and whomever was the, I don't want to use the next term, I was going to say supreme leader, but I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, 
the senior leadership saw something in them right and that's why they positioned them there because uh, within the team they noticed there there wasn't a collaborative environment people weren't appreciating each other however this young energy brought that to the table um so and these these are the things that we call biases right in in teams and this is what kind of either forms a team or just destroys a team right uh if yeah. you are if you resent a colleague if you resent a coworker um you, you don't like talking to them you don't like collaborating with them like this uh this specific instance i can recall um there was this lady who was very rude to a few of us uh, in a meeting um and just came out of the blue and just started being rude uh in that meeting um i was a bit firm and i conveyed the details that she was lacking which was forming her perception that the team wasn't doing work and mm. from that uh standpoint uh she just started being rude that's not a good way to manage first of all uh regardless of what your perception is i think you need to take a step back and observe be open minded and learn first like you know where the team is at uh what's each, uh, what's everybody's skill and then how to best create an environment where they are working as with a uh, with a collaborative spirit as as a true team right instead of just barging in barging people uh that that's really not a leadership trait so to speak and after the meeting of course i gave feedback uh to uh some of the people that she reported to and uh, but then come another instance where we wanted somebody else to collaborate with her but that somebody else was like oh no i've done that i can manage it you know you, you see what happened so that uh-huh. gentleman just basically cut her out because he didn't want to work with her because he hasn't had a great experience with her so whether you are a manager leader or a coworker you need to you need to ensure that people feel comfortable around you that people see you as part of a team uh that you're not you know they don't feel the need to isolate you and sometimes it's also about you know people being people and there's less you can do about it i understand that perspective but at the same time if you treat everybody with honesty uh, if you if you show honesty if you treat everybody with respect that doesn't come about um there are rare chances where whatever you do no matter what you do uh it doesn't seem to work uh in that case i would uh, take an analogy or rather an anecdote which uh, uh one of my mentors shared with me and he said you know i i've had these people too uh that that were acting a certain way and i come from africa and all my friends that i've uh, spent my childhood with uh have grown up to be junkies and uh, i mean they are so addicted i can't get them out but i feel bad for them and i just i just look at them with compassion that's that's a good point uh i like what you said also about having people comfortable with you um because you know when you start up 
people don't trust you especially unless you knew them from before you've worked together before which was in my case the case with some of them but part of the team were new people i brought in so they had seen me twice in interviews and then they were in and they knew nothing about me so one of the first things was also I'm, I'm not going to use the team building uh, sentence because it's a bit cheesy, but yeah, getting to oh, know them, them to know <laughs> me <laughs> and, you know, trying to show them, okay, this is how I work. This is what I do. Uh, these are my values, my ethics. That's how I am. And I always try to be very fair, which is sometimes hard because of course in the team, I had one or two people who were like super good friends went along so well we were like on the same vibe and then i had one or two that were in the middle and one or two that were like a bit harder to you know like i wouldn't be friends with them outside but right. they so were also in my team there wasn't a social value built up so to speak right uh so i i really don't like the concept of sides but i think you're just trying to explain how the situation was uh another thing to observe is is there a war mindset in the team you know oh uh uh-huh. he or she did this and now i'm going to do that why are we fighting when we are one team right um so it's it's just a matter of building that credibility uh with each other and really feeling that oh if i were to fall back they will catch me uh so to speak i have a safety net or i have uh coworkers that support each other right and everybody needs to feel that and everybody needs to show that that's how you build credibility with each other leader or, uh, or manager or you know uh, just somebody taking charge uh, for the time being uh, regardless all of you need to be collaborators and that's when you establish that credibility with each other uh, that trust that respect for each other uh, that people can just truly be free and open minded and just focus on the quality of the deliverables yeah sure collaboration actually that's the point i wanted to make like despite the personal sides of things which of course we humans we're always going to have people who are more drawn to that's human that's possible but staying in the professional side also and just thinking about that we're all collaborating and trying to really remain close to your values like especially when you have some kind of power more than others not abusing it to uh, maybe favor some people you know it was like okay we're all doing the same things we all have the same conditions i too we're all collaborating in this so that was kind of the spirit to just show them okay i was very transparent there is nothing i'm hiding there is no like no we all do the same we all have the same conditions we all have the same chances and of course we were also um how do you call that again uh one against another uh in the sense that we're doing the same job in the same place so basically um clients would come and go to one of us like randomly and then it would become one of our clients um So of course uh, there was sometimes jealousy there was sometimes okay how do you have so many clients and that was a lot in the beginning but then i really and that links up to what you just said i really loved what you said about collaborating and having each other's back i was like guys we're a team 
So if one of us is struggling, of course we can help him, like give him a client, say, okay, sorry, my schedule is full. Uh, you can see with this guy, he's awesome. You will love it. And you know, just small stuff. And maybe one day it's going to be the other way and the opposite. And it was very interesting. At some point it started to take on, like in the beginning they were like, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and, um, you know, after a few times showing also, like I did that a few times, I was like, okay, I have this lady. I think you would be the perfect trainer for her. She would love you. Are you interested? And I just gave a client. Um, and then, you know, I, I did that a few times. So yeah, it cost me some clients, but for my team, it was good because they felt, yeah, okay, she's actually doing it. It's not just words or just do that guys and do your thing. And so they also started to think a bit more like this. So that was, that was interesting. They were more collaborating, like you said. You lead with an example, uh, as the writers in Spider-Man said, with power (laughs) comes great responsibility. (laughs) We should quote Spider-Man more often. (laughs) Why not the whole Marvel series, but I don't want to get slammed with, you know, copyright issues. Um, (laughs) No, well, as long as uh, we're giving them credit, I don't think we're doing plagiarism here. So, yeah, we're cool. (laughs) (laughs) We're good, we're good. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, then how to apply this, uh, not just to uh, team management, but just this perspective of trust, uh, honesty, respect. Uh, building credibility, being humble to what you do in your day-to-day, be it you're a startup founder or uh, you're a freelancer working working on various projects, Um, you will have clients, like various clients that some are in that state, they are collaborative, they understand, they respect boundaries and so on. Some don't. So, uh, I mean, definitely... Uh, there's a lot of hidden trial but at one point you, you you get to a place where you can understand which client is going to um, bring in more value in the sense that if you work with them you will enjoy your day-to-day for sure it won't be a nightmare for you and mm-hmm. you know they will also respect your boundaries because obviously why do people move from corporates to being a freelancer um, are a few things one they like to be independent two uh, they want to eventually build uh, a business vehicle of their own uh, three they want the freedom to be able to move around like you know they're not stuck at an office obviously really not the case right now with covid <laughs> but still uh, countries are imposing uh, rules like okay if you're working in a certain country like employed in a certain country you cannot go to another country and work from there and drop pay from this one um, so having that kind of flexibility where, let's say, COVID times, you are based out of some place and, you know, you can still go to your native and then just work out of there. Um, so with that, uh, obviously, you need to assess for quality clients uh, that, that you feel you'll be able to happily work with, uh, deliver value to, uh, and your ni- life won't be a nightmare. Uh, so that's one aspect. Uh, when it comes to being a startup founder or you know even uh, being in a CXO role uh, of a startup or a corporation otherwise uh, it, it, it varies definitely to a great scale when you're running a huge corporation uh, versus a startup but still at the same time having those leadership traits uh, are what sustain you uh, are what get your team to thrive uh, there will be a bunch of 
other uh, people that you meet with day in day out and you collaborate with uh so not showing respect not showing trust not being open minded costs the relationship and that's something to be mindful of and practice in your day to day and and almost practice to the level that it becomes second nature if not a part of who you are yeah i agree with that actually because yeah at the end of the day it's funny if you look at your uh, skills let's say in your business whether with clients or when you have to be a team leader uh it's actually the same skills you have to apply in your personal life most of the time uh you know like building trust and one thing that really helps if you're feeling a bit overwhelmed or lost in the first place or you're panicking which can happen like if it's new for you if it's a lot at one time it can happen uh but the easiest way is also to stick to your values and just to remind yourself okay what are the main values i will stand for because it's sometimes easier to stand for a cause let's say and a higher value being like okay honesty is super important to me uh loyalty is super important to me stuff like that really helps shape uh the boundaries uh and help you set the boundaries and then you can stand by the boundaries it's not just for yourself it's also because yeah but i want my team to be uh very open minded uh i want uh my clients to understand that i have this and this boundary and when you do that you also naturally will go and attract people who will have similar values to you of course like your whole business will reflect that if you're a freelancer and then the clients that will come usually will match uh this energy they will also be kind of in the same mood it will be like you say way more enjoyable to work with yeah. them yeah. versus forcing yourself to try to do what you think you have to do and then you might get clients that will make you even more miserable because you know you have to bend over backwards do stuff you're not even comfortable doing um and yeah at the end of the day maybe you were paid and stuff and that's great but it was a hard day of work you were miserable so it is really worth it yeah, or sometimes you weren't paid at all um i like the concept <laughs> of attracting uh attracting more collaborations more clients more people in your life with the values similar to the values you have uh but beyond boundaries i think of it more as bridges so having those values uh you create bridges so it's easier to collaborate so it's easier to um acquire more ground uh so to speak or or reach more possibilities but yeah i i think uh, i'm i'm good with that i'll just leave it at that <laughs> Awesome. Okay, so enough about me. <laughs> Let's talk a bit about your experience. Oh, I thought I did share that. Um <laughs> Uh well, no, uh, similar similar experiences, right? Um where th- there were teams that I inherited uh, so to speak and uh, they mm-hmm. were already in a certain place. There were uh, certain members that were already kind of uh, providing direction, but obviously not everybody seemed to be living at their at their full potential and then i came in and i kind of took it upon as my responsibility to nurture uh their talent their spirit so that we we get this team to their full potential and and drive more value uh but definitely as you know it's not easy to influence people to think differently than they always have been and there are mm-hmm. challenges that come along the way you learn a few things they learn a few things and then uh eventually as a team you reach a level of maturity uh where then all of you know exactly what to expect from the uh, other colleague and you know that everybody will be there to support you and that's 
that's the environment that's the spirit that everybody wants and and, and should aim for as well uh, be it you're in a management position or a leadership position and really i feel it's not one or the other um, if you're a leader you need to understand uh, management as well and if you're if you consider yourself a manager you need to have leadership traits yeah it's very interconnected in that sense sure um what i like also is uh, the idea that everyone learns something which is applicable to everything even with clients usually with a new client you're going to learn something about them about yourself about your own job you know it's always enriching but especially as a freelancer when you have um, a business work that you do on your own it can bring so much more value to yourself to your skills even to sometimes collaborate and um, i've been recently working on a project with another freelancer for example and when you find the good person again about attracting people with similar values okay so basically we're exactly on the same energy and from that we kind of help each other grow and learn more and go deeper and it's like an exchange like everyone gets more uh, insights more ideas and the creativity is so nice so that kind of dynamic can also be great and if you're a freelancer and you've never tried that maybe consider it uh, if you have the opportunity if you have maybe a big project that could be that could use two people two pair of hands uh, maybe give it a try Uh, even though you may love working on your own, I also do, but I like both. Working with other people can bring to another level or give you something else, something different. Yeah. And I think that's also very important to consider. Yeah. And, Not and always stay just, on your... Yeah, and let's just apply that to, to founders uh, that have a certain product idea and they want to launch their startups. Um, mm -hmm. It is important that you as founders understand Uh, the meaning, the value of a team around you because, okay, maybe you're super smart and you can do everything, but don't try to do everything alone because it grows to a scale where it won't be manageable and you will be stressed out again and you won't enjoy something that you started passionately. So it's it's important to respect your, uh, your boundaries too in that sense or, uh, you know, rather... Uh, be uh, caring for yourself or be, you know self-care is very important that, from that perspective uh, that you don't drive yourself to a place where you start burning up um, yeah different people bring bring different skills uh, it is important to well you definitely don't go like okay oh I have this idea and I'll get it funded and I'll, I'll acquire a large team maybe start small start humble but bring people that complement your skills you know maybe you're a you're a jack of all trades and as i like to call myself a uh, master of a growing sum uh still there's a lot that you have yet to learn or that you alone cannot manage um in that case definitely try to uh try to establish a team try to uh recruit people they can be your friends they can be stranger strangers you met uh at an event um and and bring in more people that complement skill, your skills and then if you all have the same passion you work together and then you achieve yeah um yeah i agree also with that and because we tend to think we have to know and do everything right and also 
I think there is this misconception, especially when you have the weight of your own success on your shoulders, let's say, okay, you don't have a company to back you up. And you think if you fail or make a mistake or change your mind, it's the end of the world. Like you still have this kind of idea, that, oh God, I cannot say that. Yeah, you can, you can learn every day. So if tomorrow I meet someone who shows me something I didn't understand before, I won't be ashamed to come up and say, okay, I have a new insight. So maybe this idea will influence other things I do because now I understood something more and that's also the beauty of having other people coming in the mix sometimes uh, like 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 we were saying if you're always on your own that's great but you're always on your own you're always in your own mind you're always in your own comfort zone also and sometimes having someone challenging your thoughts a bit or just giving you another perspective can be also very valuable Yep, everybody has a story, everybody has learnings they bring uh, through their life and you can learn from all those stories, all those learnings. You know, you don't necessarily need to make the same mistakes uh, or, you know, uh, spend all that much time to learn what they learned in the first place. Just learn from people uh, if you if you learn how to collaborate with people. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we can cut. <laughs> okay, well, uh, awesome. So, uh, wonderful. Uh, it was a great chat. Loved it. Uh, thank you, Val, for sharing those amazing insights. Have a great day, uh, afternoon, evening, everybody, wherever you are. And this was uh, Prince and Val signing off from University Call Life. Thank you so very much. Thank you.